What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Dear World Podcast. You already know who it is. It's your girl, Miss Amber J. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. Like the last episode that I released was December 2022, and here we are. It is February 5th, 2023. Um, why haven't I made a new episode before now? There are a lot of <laughs> A lot of different reasons. Um, one, this master's program, mm-hmm, it's kicking my arse. Like, it's intense. And for some reason, I decided to take two research-based classes, in a sense, at one time. That was stupid. I, I don't know why I did that. But, you know, here we are. And then the other reason, I honestly felt like I was in the season where I just did not want to do anything. And I'm kind of still in that season but I'm trying to pull myself out of it and do the things that I know need to be done. So I took a month or two, if you will, off just because the creativity wasn't in me. I didn't feel like making podcasts or doing anything in a creative sense, but I'm back and I hope to be more consistent. I'm not going to make any promises or hold myself to any false obligation to do so. Um, doing this podcast is definitely something that I enjoy doing, but Again, the point of the podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. So I feel like if I can't show up on the mic and do that, I'm not going to show up at all. So hopefully, you know, this will be the the start of many new episodes, getting back into interviews and things of that nature, but also giving myself grace. If this is the first and last episode that I make in a minute, then you know, I got to ride that wave as well. Hey cousin, come on in. Welcome to the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. I'm your host, Miss Amber J. The goal of the podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience and don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you can be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Okay, this is one of those episodes where we gonna get into our feelings. We gonna, we gonna dive a little deep. We gonna go beneath the surface today. Um, I definitely am going to put myself on blast in this episode. And I hope that you can take some of these questions that I ask and answer and do a little self-reflection for yourself. After all, that is the point of these questions. We actually did these questions today at work as an icebreaker. And I wanna shout out the member of my team who presented this activity. I don't really want to say names, you know, but she knows who she is if she's listening. I definitely appreciated this activity and it made me come home and dig a little deeper. So I wanted to just base an episode around these questions and some of the things or feelings that I had when answering the questions. And again, hopefully you guys can take these questions and answer them for yourselves. Um, I think it's truly important to journal to self-reflect to have check-ins with yourself so that you know how you're feeling why you're feeling that way um and overall just focusing more on mental and emotional health that has been the big thing for me probably since COVID hit because I feel like in a sense the the world did change we changed we had to adjust and pivot and adapt to a new way of life and all of the things that came with that so, the first question is, 
what quality do you admire the most about yourself and why? Um, I honestly think I admire my resilience and my ability to trust God and having faith in God that he is leading me in the right direction on the right path. Sometimes I'm a very self-directed person and I believe when you believe in God and you believe in faith and you have faith in God and you have faith in his word, you can't necessarily be self-directed because you're taking direction from him. And that's something over the last couple of years I have learned to admire about myself, just fully giving myself to God and allowing him to direct my steps. Now, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Sometimes players mess up and sometimes I be trying to be self-directed out here. And oftentimes when I am self-directed, God gets me together. Things don't work out the way that I want them to. And then, you know, I do have to go repent and say, God, <laughs> big dog, sky daddy, please help me. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. SOS, man down. You feel me? So that's definitely something that I admire about myself. So the question again was what quality do you admire the most about yourself and why? Side note. It was weird because that was one of the most difficult questions for me to answer because oftentimes I struggle with finding the qualities within myself. And I think as people in general, we struggle with highlighting our attributes, our strengths. Um, it's easier to point out negative things about yourself or things that you want to improve upon. So it was interesting that that was one of the most difficult questions for me to answer. Question number two, how can you improve yourself? This was so bizarre to me because, again, I can write a laundry list of the flaws that I have. But if you were to give me a pen and a piece of paper and told me to give you 10 qualities that I possess, I would struggle. So the one thing that I think I can do to improve myself and the best gift that I can give myself is to work on my self-esteem and to work on how I show up for myself. Um... I don't know why I struggle with my self-esteem because at the end of the day, I know I'm a great person. I know I have a lot to offer, but I think sometimes my imperfections kind of mask who I am or limit my potential. So learning to love myself more, truly seeing my value and not allowing anybody to treat me less than how I treat myself, working on some of the things that I can change about myself that bother me and also learning to accept the things about myself that I can't change, learning to love my flaws. So just using all of those things to improve, I guess, how I see myself, because I know oftentimes I project onto people based on how I see myself. I project that onto them, assuming that they see that in me or they assume the same things that I'm thinking about myself in my head. And that creates wedges between me and the people that I care about or the relationships that I'm potentially trying to build. So again, I think that that's the best gift that I could give myself is improving my self-esteem and improving how I see myself. Um, again, that question was, how can you improve yourself? Question number three. Now at work, I did not get emotional about this question, but being in the comfort of my own home and the confinements of my own home, it's making me, you know, it's making me feel some type of way. But question number three is what will people remember about you? <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. 
other than my family, I don't know what people will remember about me because oftentimes people make me feel as though I'm easy to forget. So if people constantly make you feel as though you are easy to forget, it's hard to acknowledge the things that you think somebody will remember about you. Um, But speaking from a level of people close to me, I think that they will remember my love and my light and my energy and how I can change the energy in the room. For example, I know my mom, for example, I said, for example, twice, didn't I see my head messed up, but (laughs) with my mom, she could be having a bad day and I know I can engage her in a conversation or be in her presence and lift her spirits. So I think from a, a standpoint, from those who truly know me, I think my energy, my love, and my light would be how they remember me. I think that's also something that I've always struggled with because I just feel like my life hasn't had a lot of purpose. Like I haven't done anything remarkable that left my footprint on this earth, or at least from my perspective, I haven't. So I think that's why the question made me so emotional. So again, question number three, what will people remember about you? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Wait, I wasn't counting on my hand. Hold on. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. That's number four, right? Question number four, write some words of encouragement that you need to hear. Now, I don't remember what I originally wrote when I was at work, but in this moment, I know that I need to hear that I am intelligent and I am capable because like I said, school kicking my ass and I'm not confident in my abilities right now. Um, That I am deserving of good things, that I am deserving of being loved without condition, without being lied to. I need to hear, and I say that, I'm going to give y'all the reason that I say that. I say that because every relationship I've been in, I feel like I've been lied to. I feel like I've been used. I feel like I've been mistreated, mishandled. And shit like that, whether we want to admit it or not, it eats away at your self-esteem. And that's a part of the reason why I have self-esteem problems. When people constantly treat you like you a piece of trash or you're disposable, it low-key eats away at you. So I'm feeling a little, (laughs) I guess, unworthy, unloved unwanted at times so I need to hear that I'm worthy that I'm deserving that I'm loved that I'm appreciated that I'm valued that I'm wanted but more importantly side note I need to feel those things um I also need to hear that the best is yet to come that I am powerful that better days are ahead that my hard work is going to pay off I need to hear that it's going to be okay Like, just bottom line, it's going to be okay. Y'all, I don't know if I repeated question four, so I'm going to repeat it. Then we're going to move on to question five. So question four was, write some words of encouragement that you need to hear. All right, question five is, how do you choose to love others? Now, this was an interesting question because I realized that I love people differently based on two different things, two different factors, if you will. Whether I know your love language or not. Those are the two factors. If I know your love language, I'm going to try to love you or cater to your love language so that you feel loved. Because I feel like, I'm not gonna say I feel like, I think, I believe that it's important to love people the way that they need to be loved and not solely 
loving someone how you know how to love because the way you know how to be loved the way you know how to love might not make someone feel loved okay so if i know your love language for example my sister my sister's love language is quality time so if i spend from 2 o'clock p.m to 12 o'clock midnight with her i know i'm loving her the way that she needs to be loved because i poured quality time into her but if I don't know your love language, it's like second nature to love you the way that I know how to be loved. And I'm very nurturing when I love. Um, I'm very observant when I love. So I try to, through my observations and through being nurturing, I try to figure out how you need to be loved so that I can love you the way that you need to be loved, if that makes sense. I also would like to add that I love people wholeheartedly. Like if I love you, I love you. Like my loyalty is tied to my love and my lo my love is tied to my loyalty. I feel like those things are interchangeable with me um, and not a lot of people are like that. So again, number five, how do you choose to love others? Number six, what failure turned out to be a blessing for you? Now, before I answer this question, I would like to say a couple things. One, I think any failure or anything that didn't work out has the potential to be a blessing because it's a lesson it's God taking those broken pieces and either fixing them or using them to build something even greater. Um, and then I also think anytime that something doesn't work out, that's a testimony. That's something we can use to help somebody else or help ourselves in the future. So I personally think anything that doesn't work out is a blessing, even if you don't see it at the time or understand it at the time. But for me, one of the <laughs> the greatest things that happened that was a failure that turned out to be a blessing was me not getting married. And I say that because the person that I was engaged to had me walking around completely outside of myself, had me hating the world, had me hating myself. Um, I just was evil, like not evil in the sense of doing evil, but I just felt evil. My insides were not right. My mind wasn't right. My heart wasn't right. I just was jacked up. Um, I was out of character. I was out of balance. So I'm thankful that that did not work out because I don't know where I would be today had I chose to marry that man. Um, so I thank God that that didn't work out. And I learned so many things in that process, even in the relationship. So I'm definitely thankful and that is one of my greatest blessings. So again, question number six, what failure turned out to be a blessing for you? Question number seven, what is something you need to get off of your chest? I honestly feel like there's a lot that I need to get off my chest, potentially so much that I should re-enroll in therapy at some point. <laughs> but one thing for sure that I need to get off my chest is that I am tired of getting the short end of the stick. Um, specifically in relationships and friendships, I feel like I give 110% most of the time. I feel like I put forth a lot of effort and a lot of energy and I feel like I invest a lot of time, love, patience, attention, etc. into other people and I don't get the same. So it's frustrating when you are giving your best and when you are showing up and when you are loving people the way that they need to be loved and you always end up shortchanged. 
So again, question number seven, what is something you need to get off your chest? Okay, family, we've made it to the eighth and final question. How are you feeling today and why? Today, I am honestly feeling overwhelmed and out of sorts. And I say that because there's a lot going on personally, work-wise, family-wise, etc. And sometimes I feel like my mind balances so much and I'm trying to figure out solutions to other people's problems and I'm trying to keep my own shit together and my own sanity together that it just feels overwhelming. And today was one of those days that it felt like everything was crashing down, but I tried to keep it together and just, you know, reminding myself, this is just one day. God gave you enough to deal with today, stay present in the moment, and just kind of coaching myself through the day. Like these things are temporary. This is not the end. This is not the best that it's going to get, etc. And that kind of helped me take away from feeling overwhelmed. But at the same time, I still felt overwhelmed because that's just the human in me. So again, question number eight, how are you feeling today and why? In case you want to answer some of the questions or all of the questions, I'm going to go through them again. So number one, what quality do you admire the most about yourself and why? Two, how can you improve yourself? Three, what will people remember about you? Four, write some words of encouragement that you need to hear. Five, how do you choose to love others? Six, what failure turned out to be a blessing for you? Seven, what is something you need to get off your chest? Eight, how are you feeling today and why? I have always enjoyed a good self-reflection activity because I think self-awareness is truly important. And how can we have self-awareness if we don't take time to reflect, if we don't take time to answer difficult questions, if we don't take time to look at the good, the bad, the ugly, if we don't take time to truly understand our feelings and our thoughts and our emotions. So again, self-reflecting is important. Even if you don't choose to answer these questions, spend some time reflecting and just thinking about even if it's, you know, the last month, how has 2023 been so far? How are you feeling? How are you doing mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? Just take time to pour into yourself and to feed into parts of yourself that you don't typically do. And it's amazing how it actually makes you feel. I feel like answering these questions was very freeing. Um, I definitely think it's important to be transparent and open with yourself because if you can't be open with yourself and God, who can you be honest with? Who can you be open with? You know? So be honest with yourself and you don't have to share your answers with anybody else if you don't want to um, because it's for you. So take time to do some self-reflecting. Again, even if it's not these questions, ask yourself some difficult questions, some probing questions, some uncomfortable questions, and just see how it makes you feel. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that listening to this episode helped you along your self-reflecting journey or your self-awareness journey. I love y'all. Continue to pour into yourself continue to believe in yourself, continue to go hard for yourself. And if you don't listen to anything else that I have said, and I'm saying this to myself as well, please know your worth and stand on that. And don't let anybody come into your space and disrupt your peace. Don't allow anybody to come into your space or your life and take away from your happiness. 
And don't ever, 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 ever allow somebody to make you question your worth or your value. God assigned that to you and nobody can take it away. All right, family, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Dear World Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it. And until next time, you know what to do. Drink your water, mind your business.